Hi, my name is Matt Locke and this is the Everyday Athlete Podcast. The podcast for the everyday athletes around the world who refuse to be average and who want to create a legacy of health, fitness and achievement in every aspect of their life. I'm glad you're here and once again it's time to forge your future. All right, so uh, welcome back, Will. Welcome back to the Bay Games vlog. And uh, this is our opportunity uh, to pick your brains about programming for the real world. Because as you know, uh, the Bay Games and everything we do is all about the everyday athletes. So firstly, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me back again. And for those who haven't yet seen or listened to your first vlog, where we talked about programming for the Grand Slam 2020, could you just give us just a, a one-minute lowdown on who Will is uh, your background, and uh, then we'll dive in. Yeah, if uh, if you wanted to go back and watch that video, it's a little bit more in depth. But yeah, I have a pretty extensive background um, in the military in the U.S. Army. Um, so in that time, I myself and also trained others, soldiers for combat and combat preparedness. So that moving forward allowed me to kind of mesh those principles that I learned um, in the military uh, with the principles that I've learned uh, when coaching Olympic weightlifting gymnastics, CrossFit, and a few other things as well, and sports-specific training classes. Excellent. Thank you. Very good. So, um, obviously, head of programming for the Bay Games. I imagine most people listening to or watching this will, will be aware of that. But um, outside of doing that programming for this team, what else do you have in terms of uh, business operations? So, two things. My wife and I, Carrie, uh, we, want, we run a business called WonderFit Retreats. The business itself is run under the umbrella of WonderFit Ventures, and under that umbrella... Uh, we have two main businesses that we do. The first one is WonderFit Retreats. So we do active adventure and fitness retreats around the world. So right now we have fitness retreats in Bali, Portugal, Costa Rica. Uh, and next year we have a really exciting, I don't know when this is going to launch, so I'm going to keep it hidden still because we haven't announced it yet. Uh, but we have a really cool fourth location for 2021 that we're looking at that we're going to launch. So that'll be coming up here that will launch in March, end of March, 2020. So look out for that. So we do that. We couple that couples fitness and active adventure, um, going to some of the most beautiful destinations around the world while keeping your fitness up and traveling with like-minded people, kind of building a very like strong community of travelers who like fitness. And that to me and Carrie is the core of what we love. Uh, Carrie is probably the most functional gypsy you'll ever meet in your life. And I love fitness, you know, one of my passions. And for us to be able to combine those two things together, as a married couple in a business is our dream. It's great. Additionally to that, underneath the WonderFit Ventures umbrella, we have a training program called The Program by WonderFit. And that is created for the general population of people, not competitors. And that's one thing that as a training program, we have at our core. There's plenty of great competition prep programs out there. I don't feel there are many general health and wellness programs that deal with functional movement training proper positions for longevity of life and health. And that's what myself and my coach, Cassie Keeping, are developing together. She's a Canadian who lives in Australia. Amazing, amazing coach, amazing woman. So she's been instrumental in building this with us. So with that, we have also our individual track programs where we do specialized individual programming. Presently, I have 11 athletes that I train individually. Cassie has a few athletes that she's doing as well. So with the mentoring that I've been giving her to teach her to coach online, and also move into the performance, both for athletes and for people that just want that one-on-one -on -one relationship with a coach. 
teaching her how to go about doing that together. So I have my own philosophy, just like every coach has their own. And it's, I think it's a great thing for me to be able to show her, not my secrets, but what I think makes a great coach. And she's able to take what she likes, bring it with what she's uh, done very well and learned from her background, from track and competing in the sport of bodybuilding and develop into her own as a coach, which has been amazing to see over the last year. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, man. And Sandy, just before we dive into the details of uh, what it is when you're doing individual coaching in particular. Certainly you mentioned the Wonderfit Retreats and of course you have a whole string of Bay Games winners and Grand Slam winners scheduled to go on all sorts of retreats this year with you. I think it's what, three or four or is it more now? Yeah, some in Costa Rica, some to Bali. I think we had one of the teams book one of the Bali retreats so all four of them are coming together. Um, That's going to be such a cool thing to have them come out and uh, show them a good time. Uh, reward them for their good hard work for the Bay game last year. Yeah, exactly right. Well, we certainly appreciate your support from, uh, from Wonderfit to support the event. And uh, at the end of the day, provide those as prizes uh, for the winners of the various events. So thank you very much for that. Oh, it's our pleasure. And uh, so just wanted to, I didn't want to miss that A. So I think it's, it's important. But uh, so certainly when we talk about the individual coaching, is it as simple as, say, if I could come to you and say, yeah, look, uh, I want to drop a bit of weight. Can you write me up a program? <laughs> that might make your skin crawl. What, what would your reaction to be to that? How, how would you handle such a request? I think that understanding why, why, why do they want to lose weight? Do, are they unhealthy? Are they looking just to get a better body composition? Is there a specific goal in mind? Because losing weight or gaining strength or any of those things, there has to be an underlying reason. Underlying reason. And for me as a coach, I don't, I'm not just, when I do one-on-one coaching, I'm not just providing a program. And if that's what something someone's looking for is just to receive a program from me, more of a transactional relationship, that's not the type of relationship I like to have with my athletes because I don't feel that if whatever you do in your training session, whether it's an hour or 90 minutes in the gym, that is such a small fraction of your life. And that's not the biggest impact that's going to be concerned with your results. And if someone's only looking to receive a program, I'd be looking to refer them to someone that does do body comp training. But if someone was looking to have someone, a coach on their side, someone that always has their best interests at heart, who's looking to make changes in their lifestyle that's more conducive to that are sustainable incremental changes, such as, you know, what does your sleep look like? You know, how many hours of quality sleep are you getting? Nutrition, how dialed in is that? What's the quality and quantity of foods you're getting? vitamin D exposure, water consumption. There's so many things that go into someone's fitness self that controlling just what you do inside the gym isn't enough. And to be honest, that's not going to get the athlete where they want to be. And I think being able to actually coach that person to show them how to make these incremental sustainable changes to their lifestyle will give them a better quality of life. I've been working with an athlete for a while. A friend of yours, actually, Josh Sharp. It's one of the, this by far is one of the coolest experiences I've had with a coach and it has nothing to do with fitness. So Josh came to me, he's a, a very fierce competitor and very, very hard on himself. So when I started working with him over a year ago, I asked him, how's your sleep? What's your sleep look like? And he would tell me, and it was by most people's standards, probably average, normal. But when I was saying, hey, let's, let's try to increase your time in bed by an hour or 90 minutes. Let's make some, some sleep hygiene changes where you start stop looking at a screen a specific time leading up to your bedtime, working with your partner. So his partner, Georgia, 
when they were here visiting, they actually said now they do these things together. They both say, okay, now's the time when we stop looking at screens and dim the lights. They start training the brain to be in a rhythm of, all right, lights are down. We're getting ready for bed. You know, when they wake up in the morning to, to finding that time where they can have the most restful time to allow your body to recover. Now, Josh is saying if he's not getting at least nine hours in bed, that he feels not fully rested. And the fact that he's able to actually understand his body and how it feels when certain actions are taken or not taken gives him the mindfulness of, you know, and the tools to be able to say, all right, like, I know what I have to do. So it's not me telling him, you need to do this. It's him receiving the coaching that I'm providing, implementing into his life and how it's best implemented. Because I don't know, I'm not with him every single day. So I can't tell him exactly when to do thing. But when sure. he has the tools and can do it himself, and he sees the results and he's performing better, his body weight's a little bit lighter, he's lifting heavier. I think a little while ago, he matched his all-time PR deadlift when he was 15 kilos heavier, now that he's 15 kilos lighter, right? So it, those are the things that we're looking at is these incremental changes that don't necessarily come up in one specific like change, but being consistent with your changes and making the changes that are sustainable where you're not just going to do it for a week and then stop. That's when you start to see coaching. And for me, that's what coaching is about is giving you a program that's going to get you toward your fitness goals, giving you the requisite tools that you need to do and implement in your life, whether it's sleep, vitamin D intake, all these things, how your diet looks, and then using all these tools collectively together to push toward your, your goal. So that's what I enjoy. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I, yeah, I know Josh or Sharpie, as uh, we know him at this end. Yeah, I think it's been transformational for him. And he, he, he continues to learn so much. And uh, yeah, he is, in particular as an athlete, appreciates that. And as you say, you're providing the tools for him to then go and discover those uh, aspects for himself. But um, I guess as well, it's not only about sleep. It's not only about the time in the gym. It sounds like it's a very intimate affair when you're coaching. I mean, you've got 11, and I know you're not looking to, take, you know, to grow that to 100, 200, 300, certainly not on your own, maybe with an army of, of coaches. But it sounds like it's a very intimate affair. And therefore, do you have the chance, and is it important, with all of the other life things going on for, for most people, you know, who are at work, maybe have children, have stresses in their life. Surely that's all part of it. Yeah, you have to look at what they're doing outside the gym. You could have two people that want the same program or that want the same results, right? Let's say body, like just a general health and wellness, someone who's looking to be healthy, look good naked. So when someone says they want to look good naked, that generally means they want their body composition to change, right? They want to, they want to look better. So if someone has a job where they're a construction worker and they're on their feet moving for nine, 10 hours a day of strenuous work, then the other person who wants the same goals, has the same body type, is sedentary and sits in an office on the computer all day typing, right? Those, you, you can't give them the same program mm -hmm. because one person's having a much more active lifestyle where you have to take into that, that into account. The other person doesn't. So that person may lack in the flexibility needs they need versus the person who's on their feet all day. They may need some things that aren't going to be super active, but are strengthening specific conditions or certain conditions they need to. So it's on the coach and this is an evolving relationship. And you're right, it is very intimate. And in that, when you do individual coaching, there needs to be a cap. So for me, my cap is 11 people. And now when new customers come in that are looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching, I get Cassie on the phone and Cassie is starting to take on those clients because 
the moment that your quality is lost, that's the end of it. And you can't, no one can give individual programs, you know, a hundred, 200 per week, because yeah. there's no way you can follow up with that many people. You can't have the intricate knowledge of what is your athlete doing right? I can tell you pretty much what my athletes are doing right now, because I know generally how their work schedules are, when they train, how they train, how they feel, what their partners are like, and things like that. So it, it's very intimate as far as understanding, hey, how is your day today? Anything crazy happened this week? You know, how are you feeling? I and mean, that's a common message that a lot of my, that my athletes get from me every day is, how are you feeling? Not just like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> like generally, like, tell me, like, how are you feeling mentally? How's your mental state? How's yeah. your physical body? Like, how are, you know, how's your relationship with your partner? Because all these things like, that add stress to the body, that's going to limit your ability to recover optimally uh, when you don't manage your stress properly. If someone's not getting enough vitamin D, their energy levels and their mood is going to be a lot lower. So their motivation to the gym might change. So there's a lot of these variables that are going to constantly be in flux. And as a coach, you need to kind of try your best to get a handle on that. One thing for me that's really important is everyone, when they want to work with a coach, they think, I'm going to work with this coach. He or she has it. Like they know what they're doing. They have the perfect program. There's no perfect program. It doesn't exist. The program that's perfect gets you to where you want to go. And to get where you want to go, you can do that so many different ways. And there are so many intelligent coaches out there that can get you to the same goal the 17 different ways. But it's understanding what way is most conducive to that specific person if you're doing a one-on-one -on -one track. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have like a group program, you're trying to take a general program that you feel is your specific person, the working mom and dad that have kids, you know, the single girl who wants to look good naked, you know, whatever they're doing in their life, the guy who's trying, the single guy who's trying to impress the girls by looking a certain way the ones that just want to perform well. They don't really care how they look, but they want to perform well. Mm. And in, in that mass program that you create, you have to make it somewhat, not individualized, but scalable for all. And one thing that I massively disagree with is when you write a program in a functional fitness gym and you're in, the, what I hear all the time from people is say, program for the best and scale for the rest. That's a lot of gym philosophies on programming is, you program for your best athlete and you scale for everyone else. And there's two things that are ridiculously wrong with that. One, when you say you scale for the rest, that means you're saying everyone at your gym that's not the top athlete at the gym isn't good enough to have your thought. And the thought and mindfulness that goes into those scaling options for people is usually a last minute thing. It's like, oh, you can't do deficit strict handstand pushups in this workout for 40 reps. Okay. Just go over there and put your feet on a box and, and do some, some modified push-ups. How is that prepping them in the right way and allowing them the adaptation to build to that, right? So, yeah. and the, the other option is people are thinking scaling option is always down. So in my opinion, when you program a workout, it should be for the general population of your, of your pool, right? Whether it be a gym, an online client, finding one person that you're programming for you program the workout for them and say, yes, I know that there are people who, if they do this workout, the stimulus won't be the same for them. So we're going to give a scaling option that's up. That's going to allow that stimulus to still be met as if they were this person. Now, there's also a scaling option for people down and adjusting movements, taking into account injuries, mobility issues, equipment limitations, things like that. So 
finding that common ground of understanding like who your specific person is that you're programming for and what their goals are that you're trying to get them to in your program, that's important. And a lot of coaches, gyms, whomever that are doing programming or designing programming for whoever their clients are, don't typically do that because they think, oh, I'm going to make everyone go to the CrossFit games where there are barely any gyms where that's your target pool. And usually those people are doing their own programs because class programs aren't enough of a training stimulus to prep them for sport, right? The sport of CrossFit versus, you know, just staying fit and using CrossFit as a tool or F45 or these other, you know, uh, there's a great gym in Melbourne called Pick It Up Fitness. They are a functional training gym. You won't see barbell snatches because every person in the world doesn't need to be doing barbell snatches, nor do they have, <laughs> nor do they have the overhead, you know, mobility in their lats or their thoracic spine to, to move that way. So you don't need that for general health and wellness, in my opinion. But I think for sport, you do if the sport calls for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, appreciate the. Uh, that's- a great answer. We're getting short on time, but what I would say is um, how can people reach out if they're interested to find out more about what it is you offer and how you offer it or to, to reach out and make contact with you? What's the best way for them to do that? A few ways. They can, a lot of people just reach out to me via my Instagram as a direct message. To be a little more formal, you can send me an email uh, to will at wanderfitretreats.com. You can reach out to our Instagram account for the program by Wanderfit at, on Instagram or our retreats Instagram too. Myself and Carrie run all of those. So if you really wanted to find out more information, it wouldn't be that hard to find somewhere. So yeah, I'm more than happy to help. And yeah. Yeah, thank you. Or they could even come on a retreat with you and chat about it there. <laughs> they could, yeah. I've had a lot of people that, are, that have been retreat clients left and became individual clients or clients of the program just because yeah. they liked the coaching they received on, on the retreat and they went home and wanted to have that as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I can understand. And certainly all of the uh, the links and connection points are in the show notes when we publish this. So uh, if, uh, if anyone's interested to reach out to Will, if you look below, you'll find all of those details there. Will, thank you once again for your time. Appreciate it. Always good to chat and uh, somewhat envious of you right now, even though we need the rain where we are um, sort of post-fire season in Australia. I'm kind of envious with uh, the shirt off tropical look going on. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you and Ned are always welcome here, man. You know that. Uh, we're only a plane ride away right (laughs) (laughs) alright mate thank you very much indeed for your time alright Matt have a good one well there you have it thanks very much for listening and if you've enjoyed this please go ahead and leave a review it helps more than you know and if you think that one of your training buddies would also enjoy this go ahead and share it with them right now thank you once again and until next time train smart and train safe